Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the cardinal rule of real estate. And I promise it's not all about real estate, but I think we've all heard before, it's all about location, location, location. There are always times where things are not in the right location. And there are times where we spend all this time creating a special location for something only for it to actually be more of a problem than it's worth. So if we're going to try to save time and we're going to try to streamline our lives and our systems, we need to make sure that things are in the right location for us. To do this, we have to kind of go ahead and forget slightly some of our thoughts around inventory and around creating a place for everything. I still believe that everything needs to have a place, but there are definitely times when we put something away and then when we go to find it, you can't remember where you put it. There are days where we need to find something important. We're like, I know I put it in a special spot so that I wouldn't forget it, but now I've forgotten where my special spot is. Well, let's consider our location of our items in a little bit of a different way. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I have recently moved my kids' socks from their closets into our laundry room, which happens to be basically a mudroom laundry room combination. And it has been amazing because one day I realized that we were constantly running literally across the house almost every morning because somebody had forgotten to grab socks because somebody wanted different socks for the day or somebody had decided that they wanted to wear shoes that required socks instead of wearing sandals. And so we would have to take all this time in the rush of trying to get out of the house on time and run all the way back to their room, grab a pair of socks, come back only for it to not be the right pair of socks. Because if you've had toddlers, you know what that life is like. Well, instead I put the socks right where we always tend to need them. We don't need them in their closet. That's like the logical place. Like you'd think all the clothes should go in the closet. But when do you need socks from the closet? You need socks when you put your shoes on and you put your shoes on in our household right before you go out the door. So it made sense for me to change the location of those items. All of those socks already had a place. They already had a home, but it wasn't something that actually worked for us. And there are so many different instances where I can think about this. I have rearranged my kitchen and my pantry more times than my husband would like me to. And it's usually because I open a drawer expecting an item to be in that drawer and it isn't. And then when I realize that I've done it for like the can opener, then I sit there and go, well, if the can opener is in this drawer and I need to put it in the one that I just looked at, what can I swap around? And so I'm always trying to test out what works best. And my favorite is trying to figure out my least desirable tasks. Like I do not like unloading the dishwasher. I could not explain why at all. Well, I needed to move everything right next to the dishwasher. All the things that I didn't like putting away, like I cannot stand the sound of silverware scraping on silverware. So the silverware drawer needed to be right next to my dishwasher. And that was what worked for me. Before I go too rogue with all these stories, let's just talk about the simple step. The simple step is actually going to be broken down into a couple different options. First, you need to identify that there is a problem. 
the way that we know that there's a problem with this is that we are constantly leaving a task to go get something that is not where we needed it for the task. Or we are spending time looking for something in four or five different places. And if it's in place number five, we probably need to consider that it should go in place number one or two that we looked. These are just going to cut down on some of those micro little steps, but also just save us some energy throughout the day. You're going to realize there's a problem and kind of have to identify what type of problem it is. Is it that the item has a home in the wrong place? Like my kid's socks. The home was just in the wrong place. There was no benefit, honestly, for them being in their room. We moved all of the socks. Or is it a case of we really need to consider an expanding our inventory for this item because we need multiples in multiple places? In something like this, I keep a pair of scissors in my bathroom vanity because I constantly forget to cut tags until I'm wearing an item and I need scissors so that I can cut it off without just ripping the clothes altogether. So I have a second pair of scissors in my bathroom vanity and my initial pair of scissors is out in my living room by the fondly named but needs a new name junk drawer. Do we need to fully relocate or do we need to add extra versions of it into our life? That's something that I can't really answer for you, but I think that you can tell by the experience that you're having what is going to work. And sometimes when we are going to see this in our lives at school, this is not just for us, but it's also for the people around us in the situations, right? So if my students are constantly walking over to one area to look for Kleenexes and the Kleenexes are not there, I probably need to move a box of Kleenexes. If they are constantly leaving trash in one corner of the room and there's no trash can there, you know I have a passion for trash cans. Let's go ahead and let's add an extra trash can in that spot. Because as soon as you move it away, they're just going to move it to the corner you pulled the trash can from. But also, maybe if you need them to be more self-serving on getting their own copies of new papers or turning things into you, maybe you need to consider that location for those students. And we talked about this in the classroom setup episode where we discussed the location of different items in your room, actually setting up your physical classroom. And I also like to use it for my own desk situation. So I have a teaching podium and then a teaching desk. And one of them always has what I need, but it's never the one I'm at. And so if I'm realizing that I'm constantly moving to one over the other or looking for it in one place or another, then I'm just going to move like the giant stack of post-it notes. And I can keep that down to one spot. It's just putting it in the most desirable spot at the time so that I don't have to have stacks of everything everywhere. There's going to be plenty of opportunities at school. And I think at home, it's a little bit easier to test this out and kind of see the function on a more personal level, I would say, because at school, we tend to make things work for our students because we know how we want things to work there. And we've set it up completely for ourselves. But at home, take something that has just kind of always bothered you and think about why it has or a task that you really don't like to do and see if it might be that you just need to modify the location of something and make it work a little bit better. Outside of my kids' socks, we've also decided that all of the toys will belong in the basement in the new house. 
which has meant that all of my toys have one place. We actually have a bin for stuffed animals up in my daughter's room. But outside of that, the toys live in the basement. If they want to get a toy, it's in the basement. We don't have any secondary spots for it. It's down there because that is where I feel like I can contain the toys. And that makes me so happy. Whenever we need to look for a toy, I only have to look in one spot instead of literally all over the house. And I've said I've rearranged my pantry and my kitchen a million times, but I also have rearranged where I put things when it comes to just like my nightstand. When I am exhausted from a long day and when we hit that like November, February feeling in the school year, I lay down and I don't get back up. And I usually lay down around eight o'clock at night and I don't get back up. So what I needed to do for my own self was move my makeup removing wipes into my nightstand. I do not need to keep them in the bathroom anymore because I I don't stop there very often once I've laid down. I just lay down, lean over, grab a wipe, wipe off the makeup on my face, and then I go to sleep. And there's like this traditional classic placement for it, right? Like if somebody came over to my house and they needed a makeup wipe, they would look in my bathroom, but they don't live in my house. I do. Sometimes it feels weird to make a change like that, and that's a very simple, small change, but it it feels weird and it goes against what we think is our nature, but it's just because it works well for somebody else, and that does not mean that it's going to also work for us. When it comes to school and home, I feel like this principle is pretty easy to see where we might need to pick something up and move it or create a secondary space for something. However, in our personal life, it actually changes and takes on a little bit different of a look. In fact, I think it melds really well with the decide once principle we talked about in an earlier episode. I'll link that episode and also the classroom setup episode below in the show notes below. I will link them in the show notes um, in case you're interested. When it comes to personal things, we're really talking about friendships, relationships, putting yourself out there, or things that just genuinely make you feel happy to have some time to yourself. And those types of things need a location that we are also comfortable and confident with. And we know that our time is not going to be wasted because we feel like we will be satisfied at this coffee shop or at this bookstore. We know that those needs are going to get met. So if you are meeting up with friends and nobody can ever decide on a location, have a location picked out in your mind where you can meet your friends at. If you want to go hang out with an old coworker and grab a cup of coffee, have a coffee shop that is kind of your meetup coffee shop. Do a decide once on the location of these things that is going to give you the confidence and keep you feeling real great no matter what is about to come or what stressful topics you might be discussing. This decide once is more of a physical location that you will be going to. If you get a three-hour window to yourself, decide once on what location you will always be able to default to that is going to leave you feeling energized, going to leave you feeling motivated, going to leave you feeling like you actually got that time to yourself that you needed. That is a different type of location and still one that is so important to think through ahead of time and make sure that you feel great about. Okay, so that's three different ways that we can take this location principle and 
realize when we might be putting something in the wrong place or needing to expand on something so that we are always feeling like we have what we need to get the job done. Because you and I all know that we are, we're always running around crazy, doing so many things. Let's set ourselves up for success just by putting things in the right place at the right time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at Engineer Does Education so we can build a simple system together.